Good morning, Patriots. And today is Wednesday, December 13th in the year 2023. Getting close as we wind down to this Christmas time. And lots of things happening, obviously, on this end, because we're trying to also get a Christmas special going, and we're working on a documentary. Um, Family is Everything, which we're hoping to get out by January 11th. So all sorts of wild stuff going on. No downtime at all, I will tell you that. But anyway, I hope everybody's getting ready for the holidays and having a good time. We're going to actually, I think we're going to be getting the tree set up here later today, which would be great. And kind of getting things rolling into the festivities of the season. Patriots, one thing for sure, make sure right now you're getting a good night's sleep. And to do that, you need great things to sleep on, like a pillow and the best pillow ever, which is my pillow 2.0. It's got a heat-regulating thread. It's absolutely outstanding. It makes a difference in the way you sleep, the way you feel. All you have to do is head over to MyPillow.com, MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. There's your page right there. Everything you need for all the greatest deals and latest deals in my pillow, and so many great things to get for Christmas and the New Year's. And set yourself up and give great gifts to people that are still not accepting the truth. Just give them an anointed pillow. That's the best. Triggered a triggered Christmas. That would be an interesting story. It'd be a nice documentary. The triggered Christmas. Anyway. Head on over to MyPillow.com forward slash Bards. Use your promo code Bards, B-A-R-D-S. It's all your great savings right there. All the great products you need. Many great products well beyond just the pillows. Keys of cotton sheets and comforters and mattresses, all the things. So check it out. And I think you'll be very, very impressed. So anyway, MyPillow.com forward slash Bards, promo code Bards. So I'm just kind of doing a quick run in some of the the uh, headlines. So the there is apparently some stuff going on with the stuff over in Africa, I guess. So it's U.S. warship response to a at responds as Houthi speedboat terrorizes several commercial vessels in the Red Sea. We're trying to be the world's policeman again without the authority, really, of being a policeman, and with many of our servicemen that have been injured by the vax and sick. Our military is on the decline. And obviously, as we know very well, their plan is to replace that with the illegals that have come across the border to change the very nature of the military. I just need you to get that absorbed in the way you think about that, of how much treason that is at the highest levels. The idea to intentionally damage and destroy soldiers with a vax, leaving them physically maimed, be it heart conditions, be it um, mental conditions, be it AIDS, um, immune deficiency disorders, and then to literally deny it, and then if the soldiers dare speak out, to kick them out, and then to replace them, ultimately, which is the latest goal, with those that are flooding across the border. This is the most devilish program, uh, time we've ever lived, where you cer- certainly have a government that has already made its determination of what side of the fence it is on. And I think that's a really important component here in this fight is to understand that our government is not waffling on where it's going to be. We are not trying to decide by policy if they're going to do the right thing or the wrong thing. They've already committed full tilt to destroying this country, destroying the military from within, making us weak, and then moving forward to make sure that our country is dismantled through a corporate-private partnership using taxpayer dollars. 
That is literally what is happening. And part of the big agents there are the greed of Wall Street and the greed of those that are involved in making money every chance they get at any cost. We're having this problem here locally. So I'll get more on this story, but we have a local representative whose son was has a shell corporation. And after both counties locally have said they don't want windmills off of our coast, they've bypassed that and they've taken CCP money and the son has and to get the, rep- the state representative to be involved in getting these windmills put off our coast, which is destroying the Oregon coast. This is the world we live in, and all in the name of green. And of course, we have our green weenies up in Portland that think this is a good idea, failed technologies that don't work, that are ultimately just about profiting for a major corporation's benefit. And as we create inst- installations like electric charging stations that will eventually be just dinosaurs and a waste in the landscape, all of it's money-driven. Every bit of this is money-driven. It's the rot of a society that has come to worship the, mater- the material and the fiat money of its time. So it's literally a- an ongoing issue that it hits at every single level with, unfortunately, the true sense of being American, being a- American that wants to be a leader in the world as a nation, um, not part of, the- of that discussion. When I was in... Uh, this goes back to 20, I want to say 2013, I was in Korea and I was doing a, a research on the border, uh, the DMZ, when I was over there. And what is amazing is we I went over to an island called Yongpyong Island, which is where they had been shelled uh, about a year and a half prior by the North Koreans to do the research on that, that incident. And there's a lot of things it revealed, but there was one particular area where there was a bunker that they had built on the island that I was allowed to go in and film. But quite literally before I went in, there was discussions by the community, not just one, but by many, of what my intent and purpose was and was I going to be, how was it going to be used? I mean, the community people that had no affiliation with government were asking because they were concerned about the betterment of the country, not the benefit of the individual. We don't have that mindset anymore. We are a me society, greed-driven, pocket-lining fools that will sell this country down the down the sewer for our own gain and have no foresight as to what the effect will be. And that has to stop. And that's a moral shift in our nation that is, we, I, I've said this so many times, we'll never win this war until we shift the moral foundation of this nation and get us back to a Christian ethics, to where we start to value what our country is as a whole, work within the body of Christ for the benefit of all, and stop trying to pilfer everything for our own benefit. So much of what we're facing these days is that, with a Congress that has long ago sold out and decided now on full tilt that this nation is not going to be for the people, by the people. It is going to be for them, for the elites, for the benefit of the elites, and we are all going to be subject to that. So just think about how that works out in the vote, because it doesn't. That's the bottom line. Patriots, it's... 11 minutes after the hour. Let's pray. Father God, we come to you today just very blessed and, and honored to be here. Father, I just want to take a just a beginning of this prayer of everybody in Bard's Nation that continues to be part of this community and building, raising up prayers each day, dedicated to the faith in an amazing way, and just so deeply honored to have this amazing family around us. Just ask that each person that is involved in, 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 in Bard's Nation and engaged just to be fulfilled 
and blessed in this season um, with all the needs of the heart fulfilled, all the resources needed, and just to lift them up, Father, as, as a community, as a whole, understanding that we truly have some of the finest people coming together in this world that have put their hearts to Jesus and put, humbled themselves before the throne and continue to seek you in the most amazing ways. And if there's a blessing that I would ask, Father, for everybody in Bars Nation, it's to see your face and to have the encounter with you that's so powerfully intimate that lives are transformed and it's such an amazing way to truly see the anointings that are placed upon them and understand the calling which you have upon their heart and to walk out into this world through this these coming weeks and into this, into this new year to know exactly who we are and why we are here. This, Father, is such an amazing time for the awakening of the deeper part of who we are and what we're about. And as we step into these worlds around us, challenged by so much of this tomfoolery that's going on out here, so much insanity that continues on, so much greed, so much pilfering, so much short-sightedness, so much blindness of how we live, so much possession-driven lifestyles, always seeing that the, the wealth and the accumulation is greater than the need for God in our lives is a sad statement of where we have fallen. So, Father, just ask this, and while we're not talking about creating a society of egalitarian recklessness or socialized um, e e equality, or rather we're talking about the insp inspiration of finding you in everything that we do, the heart of the cheerful giver, the powerful root of truly understanding that who we are is rooted ultimately in things greater than the material, that we live in a world and can live in a world that is much greater as we change the principal direction and how we operate. We look at working together to build kingdoms. We look at working together to expand that which is given, to embrace the gifts and talents that are given to us and to use them in miraculous ways to expand that around us, to seek the greater knowledge of Holy Spirit, not just depend on Google search to find our answers, to be guided in the heart by all that you want for us, that we can see and understand and hear you in greater ways, to seek those greater accomplishments, those greater challenges before us, but either but also at the root of that, to understand that that comes from the calling that's upon our heart, our gifts and talents, and to embrace those. So, Father, this blessing extends far beyond Bar's nation, for it's a blessing we wish to place before this nation, a nation that is in a time that's waffling. And for that matter, it's a world, a world that's at this time waffling and challenged by so much that's before us. Sadly, so much of this burden falls upon the United States because we were the pivot for the world and still are to a degree, but we continue to struggle with waking up. We continue to struggle with the responsibilities that we carry as a nation, as people struggle just to identify beyond the self. And so much of this has now become rooted in the me. And so Father, we break those chains and cast that off and place it at the feet of Jesus. For this is a time that we have to break the chains of the me. We have to break that which binds, which is holding us back as a nation has a seat through the lens of I and the personal consumption of needs rather than the betterment of the nation as a whole. So, Father, we pray into that today. We pray life into that part of the nation. Pray life into the awakening of understanding that there is a greater point here of living than just for me. And that's a very difficult place for many because it's still so important to have the individual things in our life, the new car, the, the, the new house, the new computers, the new this, the new that for self-validation. And what a tragic space that is. So, Father, we're going to breathe life into validation today. 
life invalidation, not by the things, but by the realization of who they are in the body of Christ. And to breathe that life into a nation powerfully in prayer, we lift this nation up, knowing that a nation must ultimately repent before you, but to validate them for as children of the Most High, to allow them to settle that into their heart, to break away those binds and chains that are upon them that make them believe that the only validation they have is through the material world. So, Father, we lift our hands and we pray into this and we say, validate this nation in their hearts. We, we pray into that. We speak life into the validation of the hearts of, of the many. And as they receive that in their hearts, let them be transformed in that moment to understand the scales fall and understand that they're part of something much greater, something much more fantastic, something far beyond words can describe. A true sense of this world that where we walk is we walk in an anointed walk if we will reach for it and accept it. This is this is us now, Father, standing in the gap to shake a nation, to shake it to its very core, to break it from its binds, and in particular in this time of year, which so much is dependent upon the, the true sense of meaning is based on material things. The sales that people want to crush each other for, for a free TV or $50 off here or there. All of these things that people do in this time of year that are so material driven. We want to, we're praying into these, these that sort of ties and binds that drive that to break them and to, and to cast them out. To bless the children of this nation that this is an hour when children don't ask for things but ask for love. That this is a time in the hour when families don't ask for things but ask for time together to talk to be together and to celebrate through breaking of bread. This is a time that we speak life in, into the root of the family. And in so doing, we lift the families up. And for those that are walking without family in this time of year, obviously we pray into that and lift them up in the greatness of the Holy Spirit to have them feel the warmth and love of all that that brings. Again, Father, this is us speaking life into one of the weakest points of the heart, the validation of who I am. And in a material world, that validation, as we well know, takes such a dark turn. For that dark turn begins to dictate more and more who we are, that it's not of you, but rather of the product of things made by the hands of man, which is these institutions of imperfection. And so as we pray into those powerful places into the heart to validate them with the love of kingdom, the love of Christ, the love of what it is to be anointed in the walk of the children of the Most High, to understand that we are princes and we are, we are the priests of the time, and that this whole knowledge has been hidden from us. So as we lift this up, Father, this morning and pray into this greater knowledge to settle into so many's hearts, may this be a gift that just continues to give through the year, an awakening, so that people that now can step back and take a breath to see you, scales fall, and ultimately humble themselves before the throne. A great nation that once again awakens from darkness where it seems like it was impossible to retrieve it, and yet here it is. And we're at that cusp, and the most amazing cusp it is that we could truly transform this hour into something most magnificent with a simple prayer. And so we pray that, Father, with the mightiness of all things, with the name of Jesus, we pray that in, the, in Christ Jesus' name, amen. One thing I think we have to constantly acknowledge, and we've, you've been hearing me talk a lot about that the last few days, is the reality that we can truly make huge impact 
if we're constantly waging war from the space of kingdom. We were given victory on the cross. I believe that fully. And I believe it's essential that we step into that time and that place now and we start to walk it out and be part of it and not be limited by what we conceive as we can't. The the I can'ts have been so much a part of the world that we grew up. Don't, know, and I can't. And we really need to get to a, a greater place here of understanding that we can and we are a God of we must and a God of doing, not a God of limiting us. In so doing, we are able to become great overcomers. Strange things happening in Ukraine, which is no surprise. Zelensky seems to be on the way out. We don't hear anything about the war anymore other than the puppet show that they want to give you in the news and the more the asks for more money. We have yet to have any real substantial comprehensive footage from Ukraine to understand what the actual war is. And we're finding the same problem in, in Israel. There is a strange event that is happening, though, these ultraviolet lights that are being put all over the world in streets, even throughout Israel. And we're not really sure what that's about. But they are anomalies that are worth noting because they're not missed. When they start doing things on a global level, you can figure there's a good reason. It's probably not a good one at all. We have to start paying attention to the details. The war in Israel is bizarre because so much of the footage that's coming out of there is created. It's fake. Very much like what we were dealing with when we were dealing with Syria and ISIS as we discovered more and more that most of that footage was staged and not real. So again, I don't... I'm one that's truly believes that a lot of what we're dealing with on a global scale is wag the dog type stuff. Influencing people to be part of hatred. And in hatred, they're using us to manifest disaster. And I think that's something we really have to get our heads around. It doesn't, we don't like some of these terms in in a Christian faith, manifest, for example. But our prayers change the world. Our prayers have huge impact. And it's part of us understanding truly who we are in a greater and more fantastic level. I've used the term before, again, I know it's one that's comfortable, but a quantum soul. That we truly are tied with God and God is great and we are an extension of him. And we start to understand the power of our words, the spoken word, and we understand the power of of our prayers. We're understanding the reason, in my opinion, why they spend so much time trying to convince you to speak in the negative, convince you to believe in the negative, convince you that you're not worthy. And when we separate from those principles and say, I disagree with that, that I state that I am worthy as a child of the Most High, I say that I, that I will speak life into all things and that I will be cognizant of what I say and pray, but pray for life in all things. Break away the chains of spellcasting getting into the greater works of understanding again who we are. When we get into those places, then we start to truly understand, in my opinion, we truly understand the greater places of the power, the gifts, the talents, what it is to walk with him. And those are transformative spaces. They're not small. They are, this is how this war gets won. And it's, so simple in the end 
but it's so difficult to, for so many to embrace because they don't want to believe a simple fact. God loves you, and Jesus has given you the authorities to be stewards on this earth. Big things. And those are the powerful things that we have to get our head around as we walk truly in this time and in, this, in our faith. Let us embrace that. Again, the Bible from front to back, not just parts of it, don't be selective. It's all part of who we are, the Bible from front to back. And those words that are there empower us. They give us the keys to, to whom we are. They're, it's far. It goes deeper than the word. As a person told me once, when you read the Bible, the Bible in, in the end reads you. And those, that's the gifts that it gives, a great sense of power that it gives us within the word spoken to understand the greater part of the existence of whom we are. And you know, the great thing about the Bible, this is a quote by Brad Cummings. He said, no matter what they do to the Bible, the Bible's like a hologram because they can try to change it. But in the end of the day, the word of God will always still reveal itself, which is true. And they're trying to change the Bible. They're trying aggressively to change the Bible and move it to another place. They spend spending hours right now editing it, taking out things, removing things. This is a big Chinese project right now so that the Bible no longer becomes that of the living God. And I would just warn them that it's probably not going to work because in the end of the day, God usually wins and God will win on this one as well. So it's really something. I've been asking about calf updates and I keep forgetting to give it to you. We have four baby calves on the ground. So we've had a total of five born. Um, one was one I'm pretty sure was born, stillborn, or it was born very weak, and that's the one that was killed. Um, probably was too weak to get up and or, or nearly dead, and the coyotes attacked it, and then the, the eagles finished it off. Um, but we still have four good babies right now, and we're supposed to have another 11 coming. So that's, I'll keep you posted, but they're all, these mamas are getting ready to drop, and... It's a celebration of the time of year to see this many babies come into the world. It's wonderful. This weekend, I'm, I'm going to be, I should have a good story on it when I get back. I'm going down to see David Hogan, and he runs a missionary group down in Mexico. Well, this dude's hardcore. Uh, every one of his missionaries in Mexico, in order to be a missionary for David Hogan, you have to have raised the dead. And they fight into the darkest places of the witch doctors and witchcraft down there, and they go head to head with them, and they win every time. So... That's going to be an interesting uh, sermon, so to speak. That'll be down in the Church of Glad Tidings. You might check that out. I think they're going to have it online too, so it would be worth listening to. This guy, this guy's a straight-up warrior for Christ. And some of his stories are just cracked me up, but I'll have plenty to share on that when I get back. And that's just a Saturday. I'm going down Saturday, and I'll be back. We'll have our Sunday morning prayer, and then I'll tell about David Hogan Sunday night. And then tonight, um, really excited about tonight. I have Apostle Greg on and Pastor Devonese. It's going to be a great show. Really excited to have this show on tonight. Uh, it's going to be a two-hour block tonight, so that you know. This will be a Bards FM show special, and it'll be two hours it's a, it, there's really no way to break it, and I don't want to break it. It's a running conversation for two hours on the power of prayer, the power of Holy Spirit, the power of everything we need to win this war. And I just really encourage you to tune in tonight. And if you can't, I, like always, if you can't hear it all in one sitting, I get it. 
Just make sure and pick it up later. Finally, remember, Monday night was a really powerful show, and I encourage you on, on Fishers of Men, and all the shows are good. But that in particular, we played the Kinsey um, documentary called Kinsey Pedophiles, and I would really encourage you to go back and listen to that. Uh, obviously, that is someone else's work, but it was a great story of understanding who Alfred Kinsey is, what his dirtbaggery was that he did. And it could have been Sunday night. I don't remember if it was Sunday night or Monday night. So I think it was a Fisher show. It could have been Peace Be Still. I honestly don't remember at this moment. But either way, check it out. Really good show to listen to because it was a story done by BBC that we just played through as an audio of the documentary. You don't need the actual documentary. It was one of these done that was better audio actually than the visual. And it really was powerful talking about Alfred Kinsey. Get to know who that that creep was and what sort of insidious garbage he's done to our nation. Hard to listen to. Okay. Not it's not this isn't like sit down in the evening, pour yourself a glass of hot cider or hot cocoa, put your feet up around the tree and turn it on and go ho ho ho. That is not gonna happen. It's gonna make you sick. So listen to it during the day, but get the whole concept of what the power and the might is that we're dealing and how we're gonna take it down. So it is important because it's part of and someone said, not young child friendly. Correct. That's not a young child friendly show. And typically we are, but not that one. It gets into some, it's not that the language is the content of what it deals with in terms of pedophilia and children issues. So be aware of that as well. So um, here's a breaking, I just got in our chat. According to Speaker Mike Johnson, the House is voting today to open an impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden. Well, that means that your entire holiday season will be consumed with the nonsense of impeaching a man that already has died and whose imposter is in his place and who is controlled by the cartels. And um, so we're just going to hear us and you're going to hear all these congressmen that you've never heard, you haven't seen in public at all because most of them are either dead or hiding and they're all going to suddenly come out of the woodwork and start talking to you and you're going to be like, well, wait a minute, Nadler, where did you come from? Like, have, you, have we seen Poopy Nadler lately? No. No. Where's Adam Schiff? No, I haven't seen him. Right? Where, where's, what happens, what happened to Mary Poppins Pelosi? She's gone. Right? I mean, what happened to these people? Where did they go? Question we will always ask because we don't know. And it's all puppets and actors is what you're dealing with here. A world that is literally on auto drive and we're being obedient to a government that is broken and actually not even in existence and still paying our taxes. That is the most amazing part of the whole thing. So I'd just leave you with that this morning as we ramble on here a bit. Um, truthfully, every one of your taxpayer dollars is being used to weaponize a government against you, is being used to create siege against you, to fund the policies that corrupt your children's minds, that are funding the corporations that surveil you, steal your data, creating a, a global mass surveillance network. All your taxpayer dollars are paying for the wars overseas that are killing our children. And in there somewhere, there's probably some once in a while a project that will be like, well, that wasn't too bad. But with that, and that there's 90% that's worthless. And it's funding a government that sees itself as better than you. Just leave that there. You decide what you're going to do, but... If you're a tax-paying good American, um, I don't think that those two words go together. 
you can't be a good American patriot and be a taxpayer. Just saying. Just saying. So think about that. All right, patriots. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never body evil, never relents. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time and this place for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for a two-hour special on Bards FM. Look forward to it. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs, and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light 
and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one. To win at any cost. But we will never bow. For we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.